Hey there, you're listening to Price Count, the podcast where you get all your Pokemon all in one place. My name is Dustin, and today I got a special guest. It's this person. Hi, I'm Alex Gonzalez, and I'm from the podcast We Are Not Game Devs. Rad. We Are Not Game Devs. Game. Oof. Game Devs. I could talk. Um, it's a mouthful. <laughs> it's, a, it's a mouthful, but it's it's a. I was not going to finish that sentence. Um, don't mind me. Uh, so Alex, tell me about yourself. You so you do this cool podcast. Um, what's your background with Pokemon, though? Uh, Pokemon and I go way, way back. Uh, so Pokemon was the first game that I ever owned myself. Oh. I had ham. I had a hand me down SNES and hand me down games from my uncle. But one year, uh, we traveled to Mexico for like a vacation stuff, and it happened uh-huh. to coincide with my birthday. So my mom gave me a Game Boy Color and Pokemon Red. And yeah. from that moment on, it basically ruined the vacation for me. And people <laughs> complained a lot because all I did was play Pokemon. And at that point, I was obsessed. And the wrapping paper was Pokemon 2. I, I can still see it to this day. And I remember I was fairly young, too. Because I chose a Bulbasaur because I remember I was following the anime to a T. Oh, I remember them saying, okay, <laughs> Bulbasaur is great for new trainers. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to choose a Bulbasaur. But I didn't read. And I at that point, I didn't like have the vocabulary necessary to advance the game. Like, So I got a parcel. Mm. I had no idea what the word parcel <laughs> meant. I didn't know that it was a package. Like uh-huh. If they would have said package, I would have delivered it. If they would have said mail, I would totally have delivered it. But I was like, parcel? What's that? Whatever. I'm in the world of Pokemon. I'm going to do it. So at some point, I had an Ivysaur, and I was still in Pallet Town, and I hadn't <laughs> delivered the parcel. Oh my gosh. Hard it was really bad, and I had just I was just loving it. And I remember when it evolved, I even called my cousin over. I was like, check this out. That's and, that. But yeah, that's where it all started for me, and that was like probably, I don't know, maybe like eight or nine. And since then, I've honestly fall in love it's one of my favorite franchises it's a guilty pleasure of mine because i know those games are really simple but i played every single one i play at least probably like 100 hours into Mm -hmm. any new one the one i played the most was pokemon emerald i put about 400 hours into that one Uh dude pokemon emerald is my jam it was so good like i don't ever say that generation 3 is my favorite but i put like the most hours into it you know like i i don't know yeah it was just such a complete game in terms of um, a Pokemon game. I'm with you. Pokemon Emerald Pokemon Emerald and Rising Pokemon Diamond are what I have my most time put into. Um, I, I still have my original Emerald casing with the label peeled off because that's what you do when you're in middle school, I guess. <laughs> um, with the batteries dead, but you can still play it. it it's, a, it's funny you're talking about my first game was actually Silver because I started late. My first uh, gift was actually I got a PlayStation first. But I was okay. so into the show and the cards as a kid that for the next Christmas, I got the Game Boy Color and Pokemon Silver. A similar thing for Pokemon Silver, I was under the guise that for PlayStation to save, you need a memory card. Mm-hmm. So I was playing Silver, and what I would do, I would just play until the batteries ran out. Because like, oh, I didn't have a memory card, I can't save. Oh man, so you like so, marathon it. Yeah, and I started that game probably five or six times over before i just tried saving i'm like oh this works so (laughs) at least you got that far so yeah we both had a bit of a grind and uh did some fun stuff funny stuff uh yeah so i totally have tons of pokemon memories connected like i even funny stuff um well one good memory is pokemon crystal came out on my birthday Mm -hmm. so i got it and i remember that's the historic game where you could play as a girl finally Oh yeah, was yeah, yeah. Uh, that game. So I played as a girl, and for some reason in that game, there was a story beat where you were just really tight with Suicune, and you could catch that one. And that's <laughs> like just that particular Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. It was. Those. And then I also have a funny memory. So uh, I got I went to go see the Pokemon movie, mm-hmm. and I loved Pokemon so much. I was convinced that that theater was going to sell out of tickets. I was not oh, going to be able to find a seat because they were going to be they were going to want to watch it as much mm-hmm. as I did. So I convinced my mom, bless her heart, to take me to the movies an hour early to wait. Like oh, Star man. Wars. Yeah. Oh, man. So yeah. we waited there with no one showing up. Not one person at all. Okay. Struggle. And I'm I'm a different person now, but <laughs> I did something bad. So 
I waited for an hour and I wanted the Pokemon card. I wanted to be the first one to get the Pokemon card. I wanted to make sure we, they didn't run out of those either. Mm -hmm, so I got mm -hmm. there and I got the Pokemon card. And right before we got admitted into the theater, they're like, hey, wait. There's actually a kid in a wheelchair and he gets to go first and he gets to choose a seat. And I was like, what? No, hold up. <laughs> I waited for an hour and you're telling me this kid just strolls in and because he can't walk... He gets first access. No one's going to take the handicap seat. Let me just into the theater first. <laughs> Come on. And he even got his card first. And oh, I yeah. remember he got a Dragonite and I got an Electabuzz. And I was like, Electabuzz is cool, but not as cool as Dragonite. And I was pissed. Too so I was like, it's not fair. I was there for an hour. Kid strolls up. He could have whatever seat is in the handicap aisle. He wasn't going to take my seat. But the, it was the... It was the principle of the matter. And to this mm -hmm. day, my family makes fun of me and brings it up. That they're like, you're just so <laughs> insensitive. And I'm like, you don't understand. You know, I'm treating him like everybody else. I feel like yeah. I'm being more equal. Exactly. And I mean, come on. Dragonite. I mean, don't get me wrong. Electabuzz is cool. The big... But Dragonite's almost borderline legendary. Especially in yeah. Gen 1. Like, yeah. nothing really touches dragons. Yeah, for real. Especially Gen 1. Like, there was ice, but like ice mm -hmm. was not good. Rare. Like, maybe you have ice beam. Yeah, and ice even punch. then. Like, if you got lucky, if you have Articuno, and Articuno was good, but then, like, it was, you know, um, Okay, but today we're here to talk about um, another movie, actually. We're here to talk about Detective Pikachu. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, and this is, we're actually doing, uh, this is going to be heavy spoilers, if not nothing but spoilers. So, if you haven't watched <laughs> that movie, first of all, what are you doing? Go watch that movie right now. It's it's probably one of the best video game adaptations. I know that doesn't sound like there's a low bar there, mm -hmm. but hey, it did something here. It's good. I honestly, I walked out of the theater. I actually fun fun fact. I actually got an advanced screening of Detective Pikachu. I actually um, saw that. I was stalking your Twitter profile. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, oh, what? Yeah, um, I I'm part of our one of my local Pokemon leagues, which is where people get together and play cards and video games and stuff. Um, I was talking about one of my previous episodes. You get cool perks like this sometime. I was able to, uh, it was a week early. I saw it on the 2nd or the 3rd? The 2nd. Mm -hmm. um, it was funny. When they were letting people in, they had people hold our tickets. And she walked up to us and was like, hey, are you guys Are you guys the Pokemon people? You're the Pokemon people, right? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah, that's us. Um, but so after that, I walked out of that theater and felt the same thing after watching Pokemon the first movie. Um, which, for me, is just so good. It, the yeah, Pokemon first I movie think, is top tier. Yeah, I think I felt similar vibes where it's just like, I remember having that kind of like a general amazement of being like, wow, Pokemon's on the screen. And mm -hmm. I was surprised that it was going to make me feel that way. Coming in at like 27 years old, I'm pretty jaded. To most stuff. Like, Pokemon is mm -hmm. definitely, like, it stays standard for me where I enjoy it no matter what. But I was like, eh. I, I, I kind of didn't, like, have high expectations just because it's a video game movie, you know? Yeah, exactly. But but it the, definitely exceeded them. The performances were good. Like, Ryan Reynolds, like, I love what Ryan Reynolds does. He's hilarious. His voice acting is top-notch. He actually, like, made Pikachu, like... I feel like, I mean, I'm going to love Pikachu regardless, because once again, same deal, I love Pokemon no matter what. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, I, I, like, I actually watched the movie, again, really stay with my little brother and then my dad, who's, like, 50 and only knows about Pikachu. He actually enjoyed this himself. He liked the movie. Yeah, it's a good introduction to the movie, but, I mean, it's a good introduction to the universe, but not the best because like it litters pokemon everywhere in such a way where it makes fans like us super happy because yeah, i was like exactly. i want to know like half of me like the plot it's all right it's pretty good you know it's not like yeah. fantastic but it's pretty good ryan reynolds i think carries the movie as pikachu for sure mm -hmm. he's uh his performance is really strong justice smith is pretty good but then there's mm -hmm. like mm, there's some weird beats like if we can go into we already you already warned about the spoilers yeah, yeah. when he's uh, going to his romantic interest the reporter it wasn't very believable you know like yeah. he told us instead of like i don't know it felt very forced where i was like oh okay we're advancing it like this like it felt like they were forcing it along instead of it happening almost naturally where maybe mm -hmm. they have a moment or you know one helps the other and they kind of lock eyes for a second it never like it never felt flowy that way but, I mean, this is like, again, I'm ta we're talking about this way and I'm chopping it up of a video game movie. So you already mm -hmm. know it's a cut above the rest. 
if I'm sitting there and actually like evaluating it as a normal movie. Because with normal video game movies, they're pretty bad. Yeah, I'm, we're we're not going to talk about the Super Mario movie. Um, <laughs> that, but yeah, like and stuff like that. Like the, it definitely felt. I will say the plot of the movie felt like Disney Channel home movie style. Definitely plot. right, like Saturday afternoon exactly. like movie coming out. Definitely, um, but that's the critique. Mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. I want to talk about, the biggest feature, I think, for any Pokemon fan, is Rhyme City. Dude, yes. Rhyme City. Um, is Rhyme City actually... Did you actually play the Detective Pikachu game? No, I did not, because it was okay. on the 3DS, and once the Switch came out... And I should. I want to play it, but I yeah. shucked my 3DS. And I'm not really. So I have a 20th anniversary Pokemon edition. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I put it away nice and cleanly in there, because honestly... I was hoping that they would keep releasing Pokemon games on the 3DS. I mean, they mm-hmm. already have... I already bought Red, Blue, and Yellow. I bought yeah, yeah. Gold and Silver and Crystal. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, come on, just make me... Like, I would just love to have all digital games on there. For reals. Um, but, so I did put it away, but I haven't played my 3DS since the Switch came out. And since Let's Go Pikachu's on there, that's usually yeah. where I go. Why yeah. have Let's Go Eevee? Yeah, the same, like, I, I haven't picked it up. Um, one of my uh, part-time jobs, I work at a very popular game retailer... Um, okay and i always see it there i'm like i'm just saying like man it's so cheap should i pick it up now i mean i don't know should i um because like if rhyme city is based off this it makes me a little bit more interested even though i know it's like it's a pokemon side game that's still like so so um yeah and i but. think i would do fine with it because usually with the pokemon games they're not too bad like i like pokemon enough to make you mm-hmm. go through i don't know what's my weakness with this franchise I think it was like it just hit me at the right moment in time mm-hmm. where, you know, the cartoons, the trading cards, everything swamped you all at once. Yeah. And it almost never, like, they said it was a fad, but it never died out completely, which I liked, obviously. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm the same way for me. Um, my biggest weakness is the games and also the trading cards. I have, I, I have a moving box filled to the brim of Pokemon cards. Not just, like, old Pokemon cards. Like, I have Pokemon cards. Like, I bought a pack or two last week. Um, I I love the gambling aspect of it, but I hate all the commons you would get. Like I remember that part, and I used to mm-hmm. have. I actually still have like a binder where I mm-hmm. keep all in the card sleeves because um my favorite Pokemon, one of them, Blastoise. I have the holographic from that oh, from man. the Generation One. I don't know if it's first edition or not. I have to check, mm-hmm. but I have that which I really like. But yeah, I really enjoy the Pokemon cards. I used to watch unboxing videos at some points, and then I mm-hmm. kind of read up on stuff like uh. I think there's like what something like 100 first generation like mint Charizards or something like that out there. Something like that. It's or um, 10. I remember watching some Pawn like Stars about graded. it. Yeah, PSA yeah. graded 10s are worth like 5 grand. And it's like I I know too much about this stuff. Um about PSA gradings like I I, I find check it interesting. Like it's interesting but um Probably not going to go too in-depth a bit about it right now. <laughs> no, yeah, no problem at all. But yeah. yeah, so I general weakness about it. But yeah, with Rhyme City and everything like that, I really like the realistic Pokemon aspect mm-hmm. of it. I like how they, I'm sure you saw it too, it was on Reddit, it was on Twitter as well. The realistic Pokemon drawings, how they adapted yeah, them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was really interesting to see. Because like, mm-hmm. hair, Pikachu looks fantastic yeah. in that one. Yeah, um, the, like Ludicolo with yeah, like Pokemon with fur and hair. It's like you never think about it because in the games, you know, they just look like a Pokemon. But mm-hmm. seeing like Pikachu with hair with Ludicolo with hair, which I love Ludicolo in this movie. <laughs> it's like, him, it made sense. You see him for like ten seconds, but it's ten good seconds. Yeah, and what I also was surprised by, I thought it would be primarily Gen One Pokemon at first because it's almost mm-hmm. how it led on. But then it was actually just Pokemon that made sense in the city. Yeah. Which yeah. for another fan, you like for a fan, you're like, wow, they actually did their research. Where you see mm-hmm. Joltix kind of on the electric lines, A Palms, which seemed like an urban Pokemon anyway, yeah, hanging out on yeah. signs. Like it all made sense. Only thing I wish I could have seen would have been like a Grimer and a sewer or something like that. Yeah, especially but, uh, like with the later scenes going off into like those uh, the lab sites and seeing like all this mm-hmm. other stuff. But I do, I do agree. Like seeing all these Pokemon, it's all the Pokemon that make sense in the city. Um, like even like in the bar, there was like the Jigglypuff making someone fall yep. asleep. Um, one of the guys had a Purloin, which is like a Gen Five Pokemon. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, it's like it makes sense. It's like it's a cat Pokemon. Of course, there's going to be some in the city. Yeah, and they made it mostly normal type Pokemon. So there mm-hmm. was like a Lickitung randomly roaming around. Yeah. Um, you got to see some fairy types as well, which oh, I'm surprised yeah, yeah. made it in like Comfy. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure like there was Flabebe flying around. Yeah, no, yeah, there was Flabebe as well, and then um. I forget the mushroom type Pokemon. I want to say like oh, Morlo. Um, yeah, it was it was a little one, so it was Morlo. Yeah, so um, I remember him. I, I actually raised that one, so I'm glad I remembered. Oh, and then my favorite was, like, it all made sense. Like, Pancham and everything hanging out and fighting. And then, mm-hmm. like, uh, his evolution as well. Like, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. wow. Yeah, just, really like, just that. hanging around. I, um, oh, gosh, what was it? Machamp what? directing traffic. I'm just naming yeah. them off at this point. Because it's just so yeah. cool to see. My, my favorite thing was, like, you saw Snorlax in, like, the trailers, but then, like, seeing Snorlax in the movie and seeing that he he was the one blocking traffic. Like, like it all, you're like, of course he would, Yeah, right? of course he would. It's, like, all these little things and all the Pokemon, like, they made sense, but they also made little points about all the Pokemon. Um, like, where Jigglypuff got mad at the person falling asleep, Ludicolo being a bartender, because he has a dish for a, a hat. Yeah, it, and... Yeah. That's that kind of storytelling where it enriches the world, mm-hmm. but they're not hitting us over the head with it like the, like they did with the romance, you know. So yeah. like when the ex, so when they have like the loud reds doing the DJ system yeah. in that club, oh, that was cool. like you're like, oh, I never thought that could be used this way. I mean, I get it. Yeah, yeah. When I saw it, I'm like, oh my god, that's so cool. Like just seeing it, and then when they um, towards the end when they so like the whole one of the big plots of this movie that there is this rage powder smoke thing mm-hmm. and so at the end that's like in the club scene the club underground fighting scene yeah uh, so rhyme city has it so that um there is no capturing a pokemon right, there is right. no battling a pokemon supposedly so there's just partner pokemons where they coexist except there's an underground battle scene where it's yeah. basically exactly what you guys think it is it's, it's pokemon fight club yeah yeah um but the, so they all got enraged and they then they started doing the crazy bass out of the ears, like, and they're like beatboxing it. I was like, "That's really cool." Like, mm-hmm. I would have never thought of that, like, in a real world setting. But that—that's so cool. And then if we get into the underground scene more, mm-hmm. that's where you get to see battles. And then you yeah. only see a couple battles in this one. And one you get to see, like, one of my favorite Pokemon, Blastoise. Yeah. With a Gengar battling earlier in the movie. Yeah. And um, you, Gengar looks a little funny. He looks wispy, but it's fine. It's the way it's the direction they took. Yeah. I still liked it because I'm like Gengar arguably one of the coolest pokemon like there's just something about him like (laughs) you can't like hate on him even his shiny's cool it's white which is like a a really alternative color Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. so he's battling a blastoise yeah you get to see him take on multiple forms and blastoise actually does like a rapid spin almost uh mm -hmm, hydro mm -hmm. pumpy move well that's a hydro pump in the anime the way squirrel did it yeah exactly it it's it's a huge callback because that's like from red and blue where before mm-hmm. you start the game it's Gengar and Blastoise fighting yeah and it's just like it's a little easter egg that makes sense in the movie but like when I saw it I'm like yo yo throwback yeah, so, 20 years ago right so it's like you can tell where you're like they've got love for it mm-hmm. and for other for the uninitiated it seems really cool and this is the first time I got to see Blastoise in that drawing style which I thought was amazing and yeah. then immediately after I mean a little bit Charizard yeah. And Charizard looks great. Like, really great. Because yeah. we get lots of close-ups of him. Yeah, that... And, like, he looks like... He looks like a terrifying dragon. And, like... Mm-hmm. You know, Charizard has always been, like, this badass Pokemon. But, you know, seeing him real life... And, like, seeing... If I saw Charizard real life that was angry, I would run. Like, I love Pokemon, but I would run. I, I wouldn't... Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I always talk about... Because I, I love Pokemon. So I've always done what mm-hmm. ifs. Like, oh, well, well, what Pokemon would you be able to raise? Mm-hmm. And I was like, arguably, I wouldn't be able to raise Charizard. Maybe Blastoise. But what I, I'd have to just be in the backyard hosing him down every now and then. <laughs> I don't know how much water he takes. So I thought, realistically, I'd be like, dogs and cats. Yeah. You know, I'd be really plain about it. Maybe like a rat too. <laughs> and I'm like... This is what I got. I mean, I've got a magic carp in here, but sustainable. Honestly, if he evolves, I, I yeah, mean, I'll send him to a wildlife don't, foundation. Don't get it. I don't angry. know. Please, please, no. Yeah. And even so then, like, like we saw, we saw Gyarados there. Mm-hmm. Like, and right, Gyarados, right after that. And what I love is the respect for the power levels of the Pokemon. Where Charizard uh-huh. was like, "Fuck." <laughs> exactly. Gyarados <laughs> is so strong. Like his ears, he doesn't have ears, but his little spikes yeah. fell down like a dog. He's like, "Oh no." Yeah, exactly. He's like, "Oh no," and, and just. 
That and um, there was like this short little clip in the very beginning of the movie where there were like um, like it was like a gym battle at like a giant stadium, and like mm-hmm. seeing that I was like, oh my god! And, like she had like an Arcanine and a Gyarados is like that looks so good. I do just want to see more Pokemon battles in this super like realistic view. Yeah, I am so hoping that this movie does well enough to warrant a sequel or something like that mm-hmm. because like. All the callbacks and everything they had, like, even in his room, because basically he thinks that his daddy doesn't love him, and then he goes to his apartment because his daddy's dead, but not really dead, which we find out later, and then he finds that he actually made an exact replica of his room at home so he could stay here, but he never went because he felt like he abandoned him going to the city after his mother died. I'm trying to sum it up really fast. It's very spoiler-rich. But in that room... You see a Sinnoh championship poster. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, ooh, so it's not just Palatown. It's not even like the just the simple ones. It's all mm. of them. You, it feels yeah. like a world going on. Yeah, and like there, there was another poster. It was like Jodo champions. It was um, like Articuno versus Steelix was on the, the wall. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing I'm super excited is that, so Mewtwo is in this movie. When, yep. Like, spoiler, but not spoiler. Um but when they were talking about it, and at first, like, you, when they enter the, there's, like, a whole scene at this laboratory, which the movie begins at, but they don't go back into it until much later. Um, they're going through, like, this hologram stuff, which is, like, a big point of the movie. But at first, they're, like, saying, oh, Mewtwo comes from this lab, which, at first, I'm like, oh, that doesn't make sense. But then they, they, they go forward, it's like, oh, no, they brought him here because he escaped from Kanto 20 years ago. So like, yeah, and then that also sets the movie in a date where you're like, okay, yeah. now I know where the events take place. Yeah, exactly. Now we know where we're at. So like, it, it pretty much takes place, like, and Pokemon the first movie came out twenty years ago. So like, it's like, it could be that Pokemon the first movie actually happened in this world, but we see that Mewtwo could wipe memories, so no one knows about it. Yeah, most definitely. So like, this game. Like, the game. This movie, uh, they're connected in my mind. Yeah. This movie uh, just has this world building that's doing just in case it's successful. It doesn't set up a sequel. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's not foolhardy enough to do so. But it's almost like setting up a universe that you'd kind of, I, I hope they play in, you know? Yeah. It's There's this thing. I did see, this is one of those things where it was just a headline. There has been saying that Pokemon Detective Pikachu 2 is already in the making. That's awesome. This, this is just a headline. There's like no nothing anywhere. It's like, oh, it's coming out. They're making mm-hmm. it. Uh, I think the, the Take a Pikachu has made like 180 million since you know, its release. I hope because of all the attention it's getting and if it gets a lot of money, I want to see, I'm crossing my fingers here, that um, there's a Switch port that they just work on it real fast oh, and get it yeah. out there and then do a cash grab because I would invest in it at that point. You know, it runs better, maybe faster loading times, yeah, yeah. a little bit better looking. That'd be cool. I mean, yeah, they could even, they could definitely like up-res it. So with um, like the Switch, like the Switch is not amazing, but it'll definitely be way better than the 3DS. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, that'd be cool. Like I, I hopefully, like again, fingers crossed, I want all everything ported to the Switch. I love the Switch so much. Yeah, I, oh, man, it would be fantastic if I could get like all the old ones, Pokemon Coliseum. Oh um, I would also want Pokemon Stadium two, and then see. But you can't have Pokemon Red because wouldn't it be cool if the functionality just all worked inside like that? Mm-hmm. Where if you had Pokemon Red downloaded or connected to the account, you could play it in Pokemon Stadium. Yeah, it's. But seeing how see how Nintendo does a lot of online stuff, that is. Like, no, it's impossible. Yeah. There, there's they're like. They're almost like this, like infants in the online playground for some reason, since mm-hmm. they've just kind of ignored it. But going back, all the way back to yeah. Rhyme City. Uh-huh. Um, yes, exactly. <laughs> the city definitely plays the forefront of everything else. Um, Justice Smith is a great actor, too, right next to it. He, I feel like in this one, I hope they have Ryan Reynolds or like a stuffed Pikachu right there, mm-hmm. like with him, because there's sometimes. Like, it felt better as it went on, but at first the partnership felt a little weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, and even beginning, like, the whole, like, having Pikachu on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Like, and just saying, like, no, we don't do that. But, like, it, it was, it looked a little awkward, but, like, it wasn't, like, like crazy bad where you could imagine, okay, yeah, he is putting the Pikachu down or grabbing the Pikachu. 
quote unquote. Yeah, and it grew on me like eventually. I was like, okay, this is this is getting somewhere here. Mm-hmm. Um, all that was good. I like the foundation thing. Uh, what was weird was was it just me or that Flareon evolution? I felt like I was squinting, being like, what what glowing Pokemon is that? Oh, Flareon! What yeah. the hell? It, I was like, did he just shove a stone in it for no reason, just because? Where he's like, yeah, I'm was, that rich and powerful. I just evolved Pokemon because. Now it shoot. Was a, it was a dramatic effect. Yeah, it, it just, the, the <laughs> light part was some... really weird though, because I would say like it was like. Blinding, which it was kind of cool to see evolution because at that point it would have been the second time you see a Pokemon evolve after mm-hmm. the Gyarados. Um, it was like cool seeing the evolution, but then like it was so dark. You saw Flareon for probably like two seconds and then the scene moved on. Like it was no yeah. big deal. And it was kind of weird because I'm just like, you could have just not had that there too. I mean, it was cool seeing Flareon. I'm glad we saw another Pokemon, but at the uh-huh. same time, it felt like a weird waste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was, it's like, it had to tie into the whole, like, overarching thing, like, it needs to be about evolution, because... Yeah, and, was, like, they were establishing the character. Yeah, then, like, Bill Nye, I, Bill Nye's character, by the way, was, it was amazing, like, he, he put his all into this movie, which I feel for him was, like, like, a little bit of a weird move, but it was fantastic. No, he did great, like, I really believed, uh... The performance there. I just thought it was weird that it was like a brain thing. So I was like, why doesn't just Justice just take it off? And I was like, oh, he, he does. Yeah. <laughs> like He's literally like, hey, man, stop. Like, no. Don't do that. <laughs> Please, no. That, yeah. It was, a, it, was, it was really interesting editing for the trailers as well. Because the trailers, we see that scene where Mewtwo comes out, but we don't see that helmet on him on the trailers. Mm-mm. So like, I was like, oh, that was really clever editing. Because like, if you saw that, the movie would make a bit more sense. So I will say... Mewtwo always has the same, like, motivation where humanity is, like, fucked up, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but I feel like setting, setting this as he's been around in the skate for over 20 years, I felt it was, like, a bit too dark for how Mewtwo's character development has been. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I feel like putting that in and he was mind-controlled made more sense. It made, like, whole, all the hologram stuff, which they use holograms to, like, put different plot points, which... Felt kind of gimmicky, but worked in how the movie progressed. Yeah, it definitely did in that. And then you find out that Mewtwo actually takes memory to restore it to somebody else. And yeah. does a plant, so you find out that Detective Pikachu's really um, the main character's father. And then he comes back, and then the Pikachu yeah. survives, I think. Does the Pikachu survive? Yeah, P- like Pikachu's at the end, yeah. Okay, yeah, so everything works out that way. Mm-hmm. Um, what I think, my two like shocking points of the movie... What, or what I think was really cool, I'd say, and kind of took me by surprise, was the Torterra for one. Oh, yeah. That was... Where I kind of saw what was going on, but still the effect and everything, the way they did it, I was like, oh. Yeah. That, that, my God. Like, they're huge. It's... That... that I feel that totally sets up for, like, some crazy kaiju movie stuff. But yeah. Or they could just leave it. But it was really cool. Like, at first I was like, oh. Like... After they started escaping and, like, everything started moving after Psyduck, which, by the way, Psyduck was one of my favorite, like, Pokemon to see in this movie. They did him, <laughs> Psyduck they did was so, good. so funny. That personality of, like, rub my feet. <laughs> exactly. Song, I will kill all of you. Like, I'm just like, what kind of seddictive, like, vindictive, sight, like, water Pokemon do we have here? And, like, and... and her partner, like, his partner is none the wiser. Like, the whole movie doesn't yeah. even notice. They <laughs> no, acknowledge right. it. <laughs> like, I thought that was hilarious. It, it was it was very good. But, like, seeing, seeing, so after all that, like, he, they pretty much, which was, again, true to the anime, at least, where, like, Psyduck caught this crazy migraine, and when it has migraines, it does crazy psychic powers, like Misty's Psyduck, mm-hmm. back in, like, Gen 1 shows. Um, but, yeah, and seeing that, and then seeing... I was like, oh, dude, this is, this is the growth, like genetic change, like in like it was crazy, like they were legit mountains. Yeah, like they were huge. They were, um, like you said, kaiju sized. And what I loved is they were still had the general like Torterra disposition with like, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. Yeah. And they just like settled back down. But it was cool seeing that. And then the other part that I think was amazing was the the villain his uh-huh. partner because everyone oh, has a yeah. partner yeah, yeah, yeah was yeah. a ditto dude and they made it so cool to have a ditto because eventually the ditto ended up being one his assistant yes. and two 
ended up cloning as his son, so you thought that was the villain. Yeah. And he and they always had sunglasses on or else you would see its beady eyes. Which, but that took me by complete surprise. And it, I loved it. It was so good. Um I remember because remember like there was a short scene where they first introduced that character. Like you mm-hmm. saw um a did there's a ditto in the studio and then ditto transformed to this guy who just moved him off stage and that was just like about like in the background like you you wouldn't think much about it mm-hmm. um but then seeing that and then there was this other character throughout the movie like pink haired pink gloves and all that stuff and the the like rose gold sunglasses like that's an interesting character why don't they talk and then yeah and i then, just thought it was like oh they're probably like a villain you know and that's yeah. how they set it up yeah and then getting towards that end scene where we finally see him like and she takes off sunglasses i'm like yo yeah like, in the theater i was like reveal. oh my god it was it was super well done and also makes ditto like extra creepy yeah and i'm like you know what that's how we would use a ditto though we would eventually get that way and then seeing ditto fight way better oh than the games god. by the way yeah. it makes sense like transforming into Charizard, transforming into a very like strong pokemon machamp yeah and like um i was like okay this makes a lot more sense if you have a really experienced ditto like this one is it's gonna do great and then eventually gets thrown off a a building and guess what it's ditto so it it gets a flying pokemon and gets right back in exactly oh my god yeah that that reveal was so well done and it was interesting like in the so i there's a Detective Pikachu TCG set that came out. It's like a promo set. Like, if you went to the movie, they had, like, uh, promo cards that comes with Pikachu and one of the cards from the set. Yeah, uh, yeah I went so I went too late. I didn't get any. Oh, no. I know. Oh, no. I Well, so I, have, I have extras. We could probably work something out. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, because, like, I was, I was wondering, because I've seen them in the store, too, but I don't yeah. know if it's the same thing. It may be promotional. It, it's, it's so... The Detective Pikachu that comes, you always get one Detective Pikachu. It's a promo specifically for the movie. But then you get uh, some of the cards from the set. It's alternate art for them. But you also get them with the set. But in that set is a ditto. And at first, like, they first announced a set before the movie came out, like, a couple weeks before. I'm like, okay, but where's ditto in the trailers? And I was mm. like, oh, you know, it's just that side Pokemon right there. That's cool. And then at the end, it's like, oh, that's super cool. And it's great because I would never expect someone to make a ditto cool. It's just that Pokemon, honestly, let's it's it's the sex slave. Yeah, yeah, like we sit there, we we're, we catch a ditto, and then we're like, "All right, you stay in the daycare, and I'm gonna yeah. throw a Tyranitar at you, you. then a Blastoise, <laughs> and then you're gonna hold this Destiny knot, and we're gonna get competitive, okay? <laughs> and I'm just gonna catch a bunch of you, and I'm gonna yeah. label you Five IV Speed, <laughs> and, and like not even give you real names, like barcodes on them. for real." Um, so I, that's why we're like mm, they're just kind of like honestly I think of Ditto as an item like that's how bad it is in, in the games um, it, essentially yeah they, they didn't do anything like I was hoping when Sun and Moon came out like in Ultra Sun and Moon how they gave Pokemon different Z moves like I was hoping there'd be one specifically for Ditto because that would be really cool as well you know what you just it wouldn't it be hilarious if there was a mega evolution for Ditto oh my like God. I don't know it's just a bigger blob <laughs> I don't know what, what you would do but I think that would be hilarious. A little nod. Maybe it would do like breathe. Like it would it would shoot out Pokemon eggs like Yoshi. <laughs> it would be it would get the Porygon treatment, so it would just be Ditto too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but uh yeah, so Ditto was definitely the come behind most interesting Pokemon in that movie, for me at least. Mm-hmm. I, I would say the same, like though that that scene right there like was one of the most surprising scenes, especially like in theaters. It was really cool and um i guess my other favorite scene would definitely have to be the underground fighting scene just seeing that yeah and like also seeing magikarp like i know magikarp mm-hmm. is so useless but i love magikarp no everyone it's it's the come behind like story and honestly magikarp in terms of the games is awesome yeah like if there's any first time player that doesn't really want to like strategize i'm like buy the magikarp for 500 just wait it out yeah and it becomes amazing. And the, and they acknowledge it. Gyarados is strong. Yeah, Gyarados like, is the, the best boy. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous. So I think I thought that was awesome. I love the underground thing. Charizard was really cool to see. Mm-hmm. And then who... What was the battle between in that first one, the underground? I remember it being Charizard and one other. Um, I was Charizard and Pikachu. 
Okay, oh, so that's where it starts, yeah. And then he doesn't have any of his electric moves. Yeah. And then you eventually see Volt Tackle, and you see Recoil. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It yeah. so good. I, I like, and like, also in that scene, I like how they had uh, Justice Smith's character, it's Tim, I think, Tim Goodman. Mm-hmm. I just think, okay, you, ha- you could use Discharge, Quick Attack, Thunderbolt, and Volt Tackle. Um, it's like, okay, like, first of all, like, he's getting into, like, competitive Pokemon already, whereas this dude's yeah. in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he's doing, like, movesets and everything yeah, was... without getting too complicated. So that was cool. And they don't hit... And again, they don't hit you over the head with it. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, a nice little nod. Um, we get to see that. And then we get to see them naturally use moves, like, a little bit of supernatural stuff where there's explosions. When the yeah. Apom end up uh, snorting the gas and becoming aggro and attacking... Uh, the Pikachu and oh, yeah, Tim yeah. And it was like, it was you like, to see like, like Mega Punch yeah. or something. Yeah, exactly. Like Iron Tail or what mm-hmm. have you. Um, and they would like glow and blow it up almost like the anime does. So that was cool as well. So mm-hmm. we get to see kind of like the physics of the universe and how some stuff works. Yeah, it's... Okay, so for the movie, what was your favorite Pokemon to see? Like, hands down. Uh, that's hard to say. I think my favorite reveal was definitely the Blastoise and the Gengar. Like, I loved that scene in mm-hmm. particular. Because you got to see a bunch of different moves on display and them battling the way you would think. Yeah, exactly. How about yourself? Um, it was had to be... I really liked Psyduck. I also really liked the Mr. Mime scene. Yeah, that was really funny. And it was dark. Like, it got... Okay. Yeah. When... when I didn't expect... For them to do how they did it, where they got a little rough, and there was also some off-color jokes too, that were like almost a, not a nod for adults. I feel yeah, like. exactly. But the whole burning scene, I was like, oh wow, okay, they went there. Yeah, it was like because in the trailer you saw the whole running scene, and I felt like mm-hmm. that was gonna be it. But then yeah. you get in and like the interrogation, and then he's like the whole like okay, we're gonna play back up, and then miming pouring the gasoline. I'm like, oh gosh, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, and I really loved how they went with it and actually played Mr. Mime's game and they just stayed so true to every single Pokemon that it just worked. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think there should have been me. I'm surprised that like newcomers aren't wondering what's going on. Maybe they're just like, okay, it's a mime. Yeah. That's just how this one is for some reason because mm-hmm. I, that's so strange. Yeah, I mean, he's like that and then like he even, um, but then like Tim says like, oh, Mr. Mime has the ability to make up barriers and stuff. Oh, yeah, Invisible Walls, and then, and then Pikachu's like, well, yeah, I know, I'm Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was, it was good. Um, so, yeah, that's true. They do set it up a little bit there, so so you get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, overall, I'd say, like, it was a good movie, almost borderly, bordering on great. Like, if you don't know the Pokemon universe, I think it's just a good movie, you know? It and is. then it's great because it's, it, it kind of treats the fans nice. Like, if you are a really good Pokemon fan, then I think it'd be great. It, yeah, I'm gonna say like I, I adore this movie because once again it's Pokemon. It, I felt like the introduction. It's it's just enough to get people to know don't know anything about Pokemon into it, and then if you're a fan of Pokemon, you're gonna love it even more. Yep, yeah, exactly. This, and it's it's a competent movie, and I feel like there could be like you said they're developing more. Like I feel like there's definitely it's open. Yeah, for that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was a. I, I can't wait to see what to do next because like just having this playground of pokemon just seeing them like i would love to just Mm -hmm. like see just whatever with them going around yeah and the way people use pokemon and their partners it it just makes sense and it's not the obvious ones Mm -hmm. where like the policeman who told um tim that his father had died it was a snubble yeah so and i thought it would be a growlith for sure it just you know Mm -hmm. that's always the police pokemon with jenny but yeah, it was a grubble, and I liked how, or a snubble, and I liked how he waited for Tim to exit the room to then, like, show that he liked the affection. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, he just stayed tough the whole time, which is, uh, it's true to his personality. Uh-huh. And they did that a lot. Like, Machamp's a working Pokemon. Like, you always see them on construction sites or lending a hand, mm-hmm. like, usually Machoke's, too. So, yeah. it, it felt very rich, which I enjoyed. I keep harping on it, but it's, usually video game movies don't do that. Yeah. They kind of just want to lean more towards the real side and be like, eh. And here's Tomb Raider, you yeah. know? Yeah, here's a... It was funny, so um, I did, like, a, a short episode last week where it was just, like, my initial thoughts on the movie. Um, but mm-hmm. Sega Pikachu actually did Best Video Game Adaption Opening Weekend. It beat out... The last one was Tomb Raider back in, I think, 2004, 2003 or something. 
which oh, wow. made forty-seven million opening weekend. Take a Pikachu made fifty-eight million opening weekend. That's fantastic. Yeah, and I I see a lot of people online saying it's not doing well, but I think they have like they're still getting over Endgame, which I mean Endgame is its own beast. It made too much money opening weekend. Yeah, but Endgame's like on a different level. It like is. you can't that's been developed over eleven years, yeah. ten years. Yeah, so it's it's its own thing. So I think the Pikachu is doing amazing for what it is. Um, oh yeah, most definitely. Okay. So And I think like yeah. people forget and I tell people all the time when they're like, Really? You like Pokemon? And I'm like, I think it's like what? In the top five biggest franchises in the whole entire world. Pikachu's yeah, recognizability is second is up there with Mickey and Mario, right? Like it, it's it's a juggernaut. Easily, like people I forget. You you at um at giant um sports events in Japan at least, there's people in Pikachu costumes just walking around because it, it's like that big. Exactly, and I think there's like uh, different prefectures which choose mascots, and I think there's a Geo dude for another one. So they yeah. even go off kilter, where like, <laughs> I mean, Geo dude's not going to be at a baseball game because he's like down here. He's like, <laughs> he's not he's not the same level as Pikachu. Exactly. But hey, you, they're becoming mascots, and maybe there's like uh, a Pidgeotto somewhere else. I think that's really cool. So it it is big. I think it could go somewhere with that. That'd be awesome to see a universe like that. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I think that it's a lot of Detective Pikachu talk. We've been talking for a while now. Oh, sorry. Uh, I can vamp on it. Yeah, we no, can I mean, move on. I, no, I mean, like, I could vamp forever, but let, I don't want to make this a two-hour episode. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. Um, I want to get into this. Uh, I have this fun segment called Prescription or Pokemon. Um, last time I had someone on, it was Trevor and his wife. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, from, yeah. From Difficulty Class. Previously, mm-hmm. I was Dungeon Driver. And that was really fun. Nice podcast, yeah. yeah. That that was really fun. And so, um, he's more he he knows a lot of like Gen One and Gen Two. So, I'm gonna play this, and it's a game where it give you two names. One's a prescription, one's a Pokemon. And you got to figure out which is which. All right, I'm gonna be. I'll probably be pretty good at this. Yeah, we'll I, see. I, I I I thought so too. So I did ramp up the difficulty a little bit just a little bit that's that's cool i'm cool with yeah. that i, I work in a it. pharmacy so i just walk around it's like what looks like a pokemon let's see uh, perfect yeah okay because i think the later generations i stopped caring as much where i stopped buying pokemon guides so let's see how this goes yeah okay so i'm uh, i have enough for a couple rounds so let's do this first one here's two names one's pokemon one's prescription the first one is peacoat the next mm-hmm. one is Drapion. Oh, Drapion's a Pokemon. Final answer? Yep. Yeah, that yeah, it's a uh, Drapion is the Scorpion Pokemon from Gen 5? Oh yeah, five? it's the purple one that like kind of evolves and gets arms on it. Yeah, yep. arms and like weird pincher names. Um, yeah, so that one I used I don't remember that Pokemon very well at all, but now I do. Yeah. But I was just like, Eon, that's Pokemon yeah, for sure. I mean their Pokemon has a thing to it. And Picot, fun fact, is just like, it's Alka-Seltzer, but it's a Mexican brand. It's like, oh, it's just you put it in okay. water. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Okay. Picot could have been like a ghost type. Yeah, I mean, exactly. <laughs> All right. So here are two more. Uh, Florasil or Behem. Florasil or Behem. Okay. Florasil is going to be the Pokemon. That's going to be like a grass fairy type or something like that. I feel like it. All right. Final answer? Yep. Let's see. That's actually a prescription. Dang. Okay. Bahia? But Bahia. What is this one? Bahia. Bahia? Okay. Which I don't know that Pokemon. That's what actually, I'm pretty sure that was also, I, I think it was in Diamond and Pearl. I could be wrong. I That's my get, weakest generation. I get Gen 4 and 5 mixed up a lot because those, um, I played a lot of Gen 4, but I played. Gen 5 right after playing that, so they get mixed mm-hmm. with me. Behem is actually like, it's like a alien kind of looking Pokemon. It's like floating, it's like brown, has like a big head and like dots all over its face. Oh, let's see. Yeah, um, it's it's spelled B and an H-E-E-Y-E-M. Uh, fun fact, Florasil is a chemotherapy medication that's in the cream form. 
Oh, I know the Pokemon you're talking about now. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Black and White and Pearl were my worst. I was in high school then, and for some reason, I didn't like those games. Like, I didn't like the way the DS versions felt. They felt chuggy to me. They, so I will say, at least Diamond and Pearl the most. Diamond and Pearl is slow moving, but is probably, out of all the games, I would definitely put it up there. It's, it's a really good story, and it's, it's just really fun to play. Really? Yeah. I might actually restart my game there because I've just, I probably did um, Pokemon Bank everything anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And maybe start over because, like, I've, I've been hankering to play another Pokemon game. Maybe I'll give it a try. Yeah, it, it, it will say it is slow. The movement is slow and the battle animations take a while. Um, so it's something that you would just play while you're doing other stuff. That's how I play a lot of the older games now. But yeah. it, it's still really fun. Like, I feel like there's a lot of good stuff added and a lot of good post game stuff. Yeah, I guess I'll pick up an Empoleon and just go from there. Yeah. He's my favorite. Anyway, I used to like Torterra, but meh. Torterra is, I mean, I love all the turtle Pokemon, but Torterra is like, uh... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. I have enough for a couple more. Okay. Let's do it. So, I have Alpha again. Mm-hmm. Or... Burr, 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 burr. Sorry, like, I have a list of them. Okay, I was like, that sound effect cannot <laughs> that's, be a That's Pokemon. a weird Pokemon, right? Yeah. Uh, Alphagon or Volbeat? Oh, Volbeat's definitely in the Pokemon. That's the bug and flying type. I think that one has the red hair. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. That was another easy one. Yeah, Volbeat's the Gen... Gen 3? Is it Gen 3? No, and I appreciate it. I was hoping to get all the Pokemon. I can't... Now I'll never forget <laughs> the Heum ever again. I'll probably want to catch one where I'm like, I must conquer you. For reals. But... Is Volbeat Gen 3? Volbeat and Illumis, right? Uh, yeah, I think that is Gen 3. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's much. definitely a Hoenn Pokemon. Think about it. And I hate to say it, but whenever I see paired Pokemon like that, I'm like, and you're not going to be on my team. You're definitely like a double battle kind of thing. Yeah. And I just leave it alone for the it's, purposes of the story. It, uh, Volbeat, Volbeat isn't good at all. Like, even, like, neither is Illumis. Like, Illumis gets Prankster, which is kind of cool. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. Um, Alpha again is just, it's a very expensive eyedrop usually used for, I forget, something to do with, oh, glaucoma, glaucoma stuff, like, oh. probably. Eye diseases scare the crap out of me. Honestly, I'm just like, Ugh, yeah. I don't want anything ever to happen to my eyes. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's in that, and unfortunately, they're actually some of the most expensive medications. Um, fun fact. Not, not really a fun fact, actually. <laughs> uh, just a fact. Just just a just a, a fact, a rock fact. Okay. Alright. Um I have okay, there's gonna be here's the last 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 little round. So the last two choices, um Enskice or Aromatis. Oh Aromatis is definitely the Pokemon. I think that's the evolved form of Flibaby. Um no. Okay, you got it right, that is the Pokemon. Aromatisse yeah, is the weird fairy Pokemon that has like that weird mask. Its face looks like one of those plague masks. Oh, it's yeah, it almost looks like a, it almost looks like a bee sort of, right? And I okay, I found Aromatase instead the chemical, which is <laughs> close. Close. It's a, it it's a big pink bird thing. Yeah, yeah I remember that, and I think. The champion uses it, or I remember it being important in one trainer's team. Where I was like, "Oh, really? You, huh?" Yeah, I, I don't. I think there was a fairy. Well, yeah, you know what? The and it's an X and Y. It's Kalos game. The champion is a fairy type user, so I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, so that's where it was. Yeah, and I was like, "Huh? Okay," because you know when I see one of the Elite Four or the champion use a Pokemon, I'm like, "Well." Yeah, I guess this Pokemon has better stats than I thought, you know, because I yeah. usually don't spoil myself going in. I like to just like pick up Pokemon and see where they evolve. I think that's part of the magic. Yeah, I think I think it's really fun. Like and like going back, like Lance had what three Dragonites, so <laughs> he, he <laughs> set a like, standard. He set a standard. Yeah, where he's like, no, re- no, really, this Pokemon is probably the coolest. For like, you should definitely try to For get reals. one of these. All right, well. You got three out of four. You did as good as my brother. <laughs> I'll take it. I was hoping for a perfect score, but I I, I had yeah. to the difficulty because I knew you're like you're you're about on the same level as me. Oh yeah. I feel like it's it just else. sucks that I feel old that I can't remember them all anymore. I know there's nearly like there's more than eight hundred, but I'm still like. <sighs> yeah, I mean, 
I feel like if someone else made this for me, I probably wouldn't do as well as I think I did. Like me making this like, oh, these all like sound like really good. Like like and Sky's and birth control. And oh. yeah. It's funny, I was looking at the birth control wall and it's like all these could be Pokemon names. Except for Heather. <laughs> Heather is a birth control name, by the way. Okay, that's just like a person's name. Exactly. That's almost like them being like Alex, the Viagra drug. And you're like, all right, Alex? Sure. Um, you cost $400 a pill. Why not? <laughs> all right. Well, that was Prescription of Pokemon. And that was, I think that, that was a pretty good discussion on Detective Pikachu. Um, yeah, thank you so much for being on, Alex. I really enjoyed this. Oh, yeah, of course. It was tons of fun. I finally got to just go full Pokemon nerd for once because I always get reeled in. I feel like <laughs> I'll lose the audience otherwise. Yeah, I, 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 I see the notes. I've been listening to some episodes of We Are Not Game Devs. Um, I, every time then it's like you mentioned something, I was like, oh, you're going to the Pokemon route. And you're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, because I feel so bad after because at one point... And it sucks too. When you know you always have a friend that's like, okay, well describe IVs and EVs to me. Oh, and you're gosh. like, whoo! Yeah. All right, let's get into it. And then you just see their eyes slowly die out, yeah, and then right. they have like a hundred yard stare. Yeah, yeah. I did that once on the podcast, and then I was like, never again. I'm sorry, people. <laughs> um, I think it's really interesting, but not everybody does. It's yeah. a bunch of numbers. Yeah. So yeah. Um, if you ever, I'm probably going to do an episode about TCG stuff and collecting in sometime future. We'd be glad to have you on again because I feel like that will be a good topic of uh, discussion as well. Oh, yeah. Just let me know. Yeah. And I'll brush up on a little bit just because, like, I find that aspect so interesting. And I even um, learned how to play TCG really early because I had the Game Boy game for oh, the trading cards. Yeah. yeah which and is that actually, was actually a lot of fun. It's actually a really good game. Like, I, I played that, like, last year and it still had fun. Yeah, I even played emulators in college too. You know, mm -hmm. I think eventually, like, I, I was on StumbleUpon. It's a really old <laughs> oh, um, gosh, website. Yeah. yeah, I remember StumbleUpon. But upon. you would eventually find, like, a Pokemon Silver emulator or, like, a yeah, TCG. So that was cool. Mm -hmm. All right, well, Alex, um, where, where can people find you? You can find me uh, on We Are Not Game Devs. It's a weekly podcast that you can find on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and most other listening devices. And that's a podcast where we create a new video game every week out of our imagination and fill it up just like we would be as game devs, except we are not. So we take some liberties. Bear with us. And mm -hmm. then you can also find me, um, if you want to play with me, Alex and Stuff's everywhere. I think it's either an S or a Z. So try that out. I think it's, it's, it's an one S on two. Xbox. One and two. then on Twitter's, yeah. Unfortunately, they've made me switch so many times. I'm like, how could anyone take Alex and Stuff? I'm... I want to find that other Alex to challenge him. But yeah, that's where you can find me. And thank you so much for having me. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. Of course, yeah, this was really great. Um, yeah, so just uh, intro and outro music is by Glitch X City. Um, if you like Pokemon music, definitely check her out. She does remixes of everything from Red and Blue to Sun and Moon. Um, but until next time, y'all have a good day. Yep, have a good one. <laughs>